This is the podcast for fossils by Robert A. Webster. This heartwarming tale will have you dribbling in your soup. When Charles Clark's wife passed away, he thought life without his beloved Mary would be unbearable. Charles knew that his middle-aged children, who had families of their own, didn't want him burning them, which is why they dumped him into Fosdyke Old Folks' Home. However, unbeknownst to Charles, this is not the end of his life story, but rather the beginning of a new chapter. What started out as fun for four elderly musicians of a band called Fossils has now spiralled out of control. Record companies, fans and the nation's media scoured the country in search of the elusive young vibrant four-piece band, unaware that they have a combined age of 280 years. The old rockers, fearing that their families will be ridiculed when the truth comes out, need to find a way to avoid attention in the UK until things can be resolved. Fortunately, Steve has a plan. The Fossils Charles Clark, Nobby, keyboard and lead vocals, prone to nodding off, often. Steve Baker, Strat, lead guitar and vocals, extremely irritable bowel, and I do mean extremely. Wayne Logan, Sticks, percussion and songwriter, selectively deaf Randy Alsod. Elvin Stanley, Chippers, bass, digitally challenged, also a Randy Alsod. Kevin Nutley, Kipper, local DJ and manager. As smart as a bag of rocks. Dave Corrigan, Cosmo, Publan Northern Fossils manager, claims to be an honest businessman who, according to him, had nothing to do with the dodgy DB circulated around town. Honest. Follow their antics as the band tour the Philippines, Cambodia and Thailand in their attempt to stay one step ahead of their pursuers. They discover a new and carefree way of life which they enjoy to the fullest. Viagra, Snuff and Rock and Roll a knock on the door, followed by a Thai woman ranting, brought Steve out of his peaceful slumber. The go-go dancer he slept with went to answer the door. Her agitated friend rushed into the room and screamed, Friend had big problem, he die. Steve, confused, looked at the woman. He recognised the girl as the go-go dancer who Wayne had spent the night with. Concerned, he got out of bed and put on some shorts. The frantic girl led Steve to Wayne's room, and then she left him to go and rouse the others. Wayne lay on the bed with a peaceful smile across his face. Oh no, Steve exclaimed, walking over to the bed. What's happened? A girl just told me that Wayne's dead. Yes, mate, I think he is, Steve said as he looked at Wayne's still body. What's the matter with Wayne? Elvin asked, rushing into the room. Elvin looked at the solemn faces of Charles and Steve. Suddenly feeling numb, he walked over to join them. The go-go dancer came in, hurriedly collected her belongings, and she, along with the other three girls, made a hasty exit from the hotel. What do we do? Alvin asked. Charles sighed. We'd better inform the reception. They'll know what to do. Then I suppose we must inform the Canadian Embassy. He looks like he's passed away very peacefully, said Alvin, leaning over Wayne. What a way to go. Quicken on the job, Steve smiled. Goodbye, old friend, Alvin said as he gently kissed Wayne on the forehead. Ah! What the fuck are you doing? Wayne cried out. Ah! screamed the others, jumping back. Wayne stood up and stared at the motley crew of mourners. What are you all doing? inquired Wayne, dumbfounded. The girl that you slept with said you were dead, said a shocked Charles. What? Wayne asked. He took his hearing aid from a drawer and inserted it, while Charles explained again. Dead? said Wayne. Why? The girl told me she'd been trying to wake up for almost an hour. She said when she touched you, your body felt cold. 
So because you never moved, she thought you was dead, said Elvin. I've cast my bloody ballast coal, said Wayne, shivering. She set the damn air conditioner to minus sixteen. It's bloody freezing in here. You daft, deaf old git, smiled the relief Steve. At least they left without having to pay them any more money, chuckled Wayne. We'll go back to the chitty bar tonight. He'll put a fear of God into them when Wayne walks in, Steve announced. Can anybody remember where the go-go bar was? Charles asked. They all looked puzzled. Well, I can't, says Steve. We're all pretty spannered. All I remember was the great news from Lucy, an old digitally challenged there, almost going with a ladyboy. The three stared at Elvin, who looked sheepish. Well, I didn't know she was a bloke. Ah, said Charles. That's why they call it Amazing Thailand. Fossils is available for you to enjoy in ebook, audiobook, and paperback. Thanks for listening.